This is the Canes Corner Podcast with host Adam Gold, part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Now here's the host of the Canes Corner Podcast, Adam Gold. Welcome to the Morning After Podcast. Adam Gold, joined by Alec Campbell. Not much you can do when Jacob Markstrom is channeling his inner Bernie Perrant, I guess. <laughs> Although, before before we go on and we talk about the best player on the ice, which was unfortunately Vancouver's goaltender, I need to amend that. Because I used Bernie Perrant uh, on a tweet and... Some people were mad because they didn't know who Bernie Perrault was. It's like, why didn't you use this goalie? Why didn't you use this goalie? I'm like, what's the, what? Are, why are we arguing about this? <laughs> so uh, I'll just people, use people. They yeah. expend so much energy on the dumbest things. <laughs> so like, I'll use Dominic Hasek or Patrick Waugh or in okay. the uh, in, in the interest of Vancouver Canucks fans, like, Richard Brodeur who actually was is, with Vancouver when they made the Stanley Cup finals back in the 80s. The thing is you don't even know you don't even have to know who the guy is to get the point. Right. Like <laughs> context clues people. Like it doesn't even really it doesn't even really matter who you say. <laughs> oh man, they had 43 shots. They had 30 30 plus 32 chances uh, or something like that in the game. They had 20 in the second period. I mean, by all accounts, yeah. this should have been a win. Uh, they got a goal take disallowed because, uh, for some reason, the referees decided that Vancouver uh, had possession of the puck uh, on a yeah. delayed penalty. But I mean, look, they deserve to win. They got a point. There have been they played better than they played in Edmonton. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, I I know that we always get into the you know polishing a turd and moral victories and all of that stuff all the time. But I mean, I would say, and I, and I said this to John Forsen on the aftermath, that's probably a, as palatable as of a loss as you're going to take. Right. I mean, yeah. you, you got a point out of it. It sucks that you had to lose that game because you played so well, but at least you got, at least you didn't get no points out of it. And now in two games on the road trip, you've gotten three out of a possible four points. And when you go on these road trips, that's kind of how I think you have to look at it is, you know, can you come away with half the points on the road trip? Can you come away with a little more than half the points on this type of road trip? And they're, they're still on track to do that. And, you know, I mean, Vancouver, you know, it's, I thought that the hurricanes deserved to win the game and I thought they took control of the game but it's not as if Vancouver didn't have good chances throughout the game. I mean, Peter Morozik had to come up with a bunch of good saves too. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it, you look at the first period and the Hurricanes outshot Vancouver in that period. I mean, Vancouver only managed five shots on goal in the first, yeah. but so many of those were good chances. I mean, and even the ones that weren't great, Gave the Hurricanes a scare, like J.T. Miller throwing one off the off the off the crossbar from left of the left dot. I yeah. mean, the fact that that even got by Peter Morozik was kind of alarming. But uh, <laughs> so so you know they they had their chances at it. Peter Morozik had to be good, and uh, you know so I think you just kind of walk away from this one going, okay, we 
played pretty well. It's unfortunate we didn't get the two points because we deserved it, but we ran up against a really good goaltender and we've still got three out of the possible four points so far. Yeah. J- Jacob Markstrom doesn't have a lot of that in his background. Uh, but that was, that was a pretty spectacular performance from him. He had so many good saves uh, and maybe the the play that everybody will remember is where he came out to uh, get the, yeah. get the puck uh, as Warren Fogle was potentially coming in on a, on a breakaway. Probably just saved Warren the embarrassment of not scoring. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, but the uh, it was a great play, and it was really wild because Carolina still had chances after that, yeah. and Markstrom ended up uh, you know almost he didn't completely. Uh, uh, freeze the puck because he he lost it, but he came in uh, and caught a puck that was kind of floating through the air. Uh, yeah, I mean, and, he, he whacked it out of the air. He didn't even know where it was. <laughs> so it's just bizarre. But he he was great. Warren, Nothing you can do yeah. about it. What did you think of? Uh, I thought you could make the argument that this might have been Peter's best game. Oh, I thought Peter was really good. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, he had to come up with. Uh, a couple of big saves early um, came up with a big glove save on Elias Pedersen at the end of the second period. Um, How about the save on know, Myers so, with about a minute to go in the, yeah. I mean, very in tight, like 15 feet away where he got it mm-hmm. with his shoulder where that, I mean, they, they yeah. could have got nothing out of this game. Yeah. I mean, and also when you consider the fact that the hurricanes took five penalties again tonight, he, you know, he had to be on his game early because the Canes took a penalty five minutes into the game, even though it wasn't really a penalty. Right. But, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's, it's funny to me. And, and, you know, those are, if I was going to nitpick two things from tonight's game, it would be the penalties again. And they took five penalties. They were able to kill them all off. And that's what the second best penalty killing unit in the league does. But the other thing too, and I'm, I just, I pat myself on the back for this because I love it when I say something and then I don't know that, you know, one of the players or, you know, the people that people listen to right. say things. Exactly. We, um, because, because Jordan talked about getting rebound chances. No, exactly what you're talking about. Cause I wrote it and, down. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, in the second intermission, when I talked to trip trip was saying they need to get a greasy one. But, you know, throughout the game, I found myself going to the to the stat sheet and looking at their rebound chances. And I only could count three via naturalstattrick.com. Part of that's probably due to the play of Markstrom. But at the same time, the Hurricanes, and I don't, I don't think this has really been a strength of theirs all year long, especially not without Eric Holland. Right. Lineup. But they didn't get very many rebounds and they didn't get very many rebound chances all night long. So I don't know you know, what you do to remedy that, except throw more pucks at the net. I mean, you can't really throw many more at the net than they did tonight, but somehow you got to figure out how to pick up some of those rebound chances. And, you know, one of the things I worried about, and maybe this is just overthinking it, but two nights ago or two games ago, when Sebastian Ajo had the the hat trick and the five point night, I mean, you look at the way they scored goals that night, they were pretty. Every single goal was a pretty goal. And, you know, I, sometimes I worry about that when they score that way so mm-hmm. much because you worry that that's, you know, that they're like, because this is, that's the way they, they want to play so much of the time is, and that's the way they're kind of built to play is that finesse type game with the good passes and the, 
the great goals. And we've heard Rob Brindamore harp on this so many times. Like, nah, you got to score more goals the ugly way than you do the pretty way. Yeah. And when you have a night like you had two two games ago where every single one of them is pretty, you go, oh, no, we don't have to score ugly goals because we can score them this way so often. Um, but they just they just haven't been able to do that enough times this year. And in a game like tonight, when you've got a goaltender playing the way he is, you're going to have to stuff one in from in close somewhere where, you know, you're going to have to get an ugly one. Um, well, and, you know, I thought maybe I'm, I thought maybe Walmart got one, but unfortunately it got stuck in Markstrom's pads. Yeah. And they had to figure <laughs> that, that situation out. Do we know if they washed that puck? Do we know? It, well, what happens to that puck now? Does it does it get flagged? Is it like uh, is it like Seinfeld where they you know they take the book where he t- takes the book into the bathroom right and they flag the book? <laughs> I mean, at it, the bookstore the uh, the the puck has to go. It you have to sanitize that puck. That puck just can't be put back in play. I mean, they they do throw them in a cooler. Like it doesn't. They it freeze them right. A certain right. So I mean, do you disinfect it by? Freezing it that goes in so somebody I'm sure somebody at the arena has a so clean uh, that'll go right in the so clean. All I mean, right. but that that was a bizarre scene. I loved that scene. That was hilarious. <laughs> Those guys are, I mean, they they were like uh, you know they were like animals, like picking you know dirt off their 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 fellow brethren, or gorillas like picking they, bugs yeah. off each other, right? Yeah, they they, they were they were just like <laughs> digging around inside Markstrom's gear, oh. like searching for this. He was he was like digging in his pants. Yeah, like, I know, no I know. That's what that that was. It was disturbing. At some point, I mean, do you just play? Like, all right, well, we, we have other pucks. I was, I like was the, wondering that. Like, what happens if they like if they go a certain amount of time and they can't get this puck? Do they have to like? send Markstrom to the dressing room to like, you know, like take, take his pads off and find this thing or what, what do they do here? I mean, as long as he's not uncomfortable, they should just keep, let's let, let's just play. I mean, where I mean, we'll get the puck eventually. But then what happens if the puck like inadvertently falls out, like in the run of play and there's two pucks on the ice and like play. You know, one of them goes in the net or just play them, play them both. Play them both. As as a kid, it's like, it's like I, getting a second pinball. Right. Absolutely. As a kid, uh, ColecoVision, there was a, a point in the game where two balls with two little dots would be in play. You know what? It's just uh, it's good for your re uh, good good for your reactions. All right. I have a solution to what the problem was with rebounds because I was glad that Eric Stahl brought it, or rather Jordan Stahl brought it up because I actually tweeted about it during the game uh, and I think I have the solution to what the problem was, but I'm going to take a deep breath and then we're going to do it. All right, here's here's what I think the problem was. Jacob Markstrom saw every shot Carolina took. Mm -hmm. He... And that's that was the problem tonight. My only problem with the game, because I thought Carolina played a great game, was that they did not get bodies in front of Markstrom at all. There was a clear lane for every single shot that was put on net. And ultimately, it's 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 easy. For, these guys are so good that if you if you let them see it, I mean. If it's not a deflection, it's not going to go in. I mean, un- unless unless the passing is beautiful, and the passing wasn't beautiful tonight. Um, and that's, I think, what the problem was. It just was no net front presence. And Jordan even mentioned that, and he, he kind of called himself out 
for it. And Carolina's got to be better at getting bodies in front of goaltenders because in nights like this, when the goaltender is great, I mean, you, we knew right away, we knew in the first period that Markstrom was really good. Uh, The second period should have told us everything. Uh, Then the third period, it's got to be about somebody has to go and camp out in front of Markstrom uh, and take his eyes away. That's the best. Eric Hall is good at a lot of things, but that's what he's best at. Uh, taking the eyes away from the goaltender. They didn't do that enough tonight. And that's why I think that they, I mean, Markstrom was great, but they made it a little bit easier on Markstrom than it needed to be. Um, And to me, that's the solution. Yeah, I mean, I just, I like, I feel like that's a thing that you're supposed to do every single night. Right. You know, and this, this comes down to, saying it and actually doing it because it's it's like one of those you know you don't have to be like if you had just started watching hockey you would hear take the goaltender's eyes away the first like five minutes of a a game that you watched you know and so it's like one of those things that it's talked about all the time so what's the issue like why 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 can't they get guys to go do that on a regular basis i don't i don't really understand that part of it so I mean, I don't know, maybe it's just the circumstances of the game. Um, but they, that's a, that's an area where I think just as a general rule in the, in, in, in for this team, they got to figure out a better way, maybe put a bigger emphasis on it somehow um, in order to do that, because they just don't do that enough. And frankly, over the last few years, they really haven't done it very well. Yeah. It, it, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's, do they do it that much worse than anybody? I mean, I think it's uh, it's one of those things that it it I think the game just presents itself in certain ways, right? Uh, because certain ga- certain days they do that better. Uh, they didn't do it very well tonight, and they didn't even have uh, really good that many tip opportunities tonight either. Nah. And, and that's right. about bodies also. It was a but it was look it was a fun uh, it was a fun game. Uh, what'd what? you think? What'd you think of Warren Fogle? Tonight. I love Warren Vogel's game. I mean, <laughs> he can't, he can't finish, but <laughs> but his playmaking ability, yeah. I think, has been really, really evident the last couple of weeks, probably, and, and just uh, the the passes that he's making. Um, I think he's been smart. It probably helps that he's playing with with Stahl and Spechnikov, but I've loved his game, and you know, he always brings the tenacity. So I wasn't necessarily surprised to see him make the play that he made where, you know, he turned him over in the neutral zone and then Markstrom came way out of his net. So, I mean, that's the kind of play he makes. But, yeah. you know, he, he just doesn't – I think he had he had four shots tonight. He was he was our unstoppable uh, player on the postgame show. So yeah, four, four I, shots, I, and it did not include that uh, wild sequence with Markstrom. Oh, because I don't, I don't know if it ended up in a shot. Was it a shot? Right. Yeah. So he had four shots, uh, you know, above and beyond that. He had a backhand try in tight. Uh, he mm-hmm. had the first really good scoring chance for Carolina early on from the left side uh, that Markstrom got a glove on. Markstrom's glove was uh, was rid- on fire. Absolutely ridiculous uh, tonight. This is about three weeks straight where Warren Fogle has been legitimately good. Uh, mm-hmm. So I wonder if we're starting to see the right this Warren Fogel, like if this Warren Fogel is the real Warren Fogel, or if we're going to go back uh, to kind of dopey, uh, right? Just like just like looking for energy and like right. simple things, right? Exactly. You know? 
but we'll see, we'll, we'll see because this Warren Fogle makes a difference, and I think that's uh, that's really good. Uh, tell me if this is a good statistic. The Hurricanes have killed off fifty-one of their last fifty-five penalties. I, I hate statistics, Adam. <laughs> Covers 15 games, too. Uh, although uh, th- there have been nights where it seemed like it was just one. Uh, well, see, this is this is my thing. I mean, I, I go back and forth on this. You know, Rod Brindamore has said a bunch of times, stay out of the penalty box. I mean, look, they played the number one power play unit against Edmonton two nights ago. They played the number four power play unit tonight, I believe, against Vancouver. And how many penalties did they take against Edmonton? Five? Did they t- take the five? Yeah, I think something like that. Yeah, I think it was five. And, and Edmonton ended up one of five, mm-hmm. which actually turned out to be a win because it was in the third period when they took right. two in the first, you know, couple of minutes. Um, so and then tonight they took another five and they killed them all. So I'm starting to I'm starting to really not believe in the whole don't go to the penalty box thing, because, you know, if you're just going to kill them anyways, what difference does it make? It's like rope a dope, man. You're just right. giving them a false sense of security. Like this is this is becoming just another one of those like hockey things you say. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, don't go to the penalty box. All sometimes, right, sometimes though, you go to the, you you kill off a penalty and the power like Carolina's power play I thought was pretty good tonight. Uh, they just didn't score a goal. They were zero for four. Um, although zero for three when you consider that Svechnikov uh, took the interference penalty. Uh, just a handful of seconds into the Carolina's third period uh, power play opportunity. Um, but I thought the power play was good tonight. Um, I, Vancouver's power play, when, I don't know, whatever, fourth, whatever, um, they did not look like the fourth best power play in the league. Uh, they looked like a team that couldn't set up against Carolina. I thought yeah. Carolina's pe- penalty kill was spectacular tonight. There just mm-hmm. weren't a lot of opportunities for Vancouver to score with the man advantage. Yeah. I mean, and listen, some, at some point it's going to come back to bite the hurricanes. Yeah. You can't, I mean, you can't, you just can't take five penalties a game every time. I mean, I don't know what the number is right now. I'd be interested in seeing where they are. I remember early in the season, they were one of the most penalized teams, you know, in the, in the league to start the year. I think they're in the bottom third. It doesn't feel like it's really slowed down, but man, Len, the other thing too is just I feel like you and I talk about this after every game the the first period penalty man yeah like the first five minutes they take a penalty almost every game and it's like okay well at least they're used to it now you know like at least they're <laughs> accustomed to doing that you know if you're gonna take a positive out of it so I don't know man it like at some point you can't do that you're they're gonna get burned right. against a good team. But man, they do have a suffocating penalty kill right now. For I mean, sure. it's just been uh, it's been tremendous. Uh, so hopefully they'll keep that up. Um, Brett Pesci had an opportunity to score on a breakaway. Julian yeah, Gauthier was... had an opportunity to score on a breakaway. Gauthier played thought... less than four minutes, by the way. I know. I saw that. It's like, yeah. why is he here? There, there was a there, and and this is actually I if you've. I, I'm, and I knew you were paying attention on TV because uh, this is what we do when the hurricanes are on the road. Uh, there was a pass from Hamilton, uh, and I think John actually said that it was in the skates of Gautier. It looked like it went right off his stick, uh, and he lost control of the puck in the neutral zone, and it went the other way for a chance. And uh, you you can see Rod I either said it to himself yeah. or he said it to uh, Dean Chanath, like, 
uh, man, I got to get this guy off the ice. We didn't see yeah. Gautier, Gautier the rest of the night after that. So, uh, I, well, <laughs> I mean, I feel bad for the kid. He want, he's he's trying hard. He just yeah. I, I I don't know if he's ready for this. Uh, and this is a big stretch for them. And I wouldn't be surprised if with uh, maybe not maybe not t- tomorrow because they're going to Calgary for an early Saturday game. Uh, right. But after that game, if we didn't see maybe a move, uh, you know, somebody going, Gautier going down and somebody else coming up. I mean, wouldn't that be like the ultimate sign that they're sending you home from Western Canada? Like they can't even, <laughs> they can't even handle you being up here so badly that they're just going to make you take a six hour flight home and send someone else out. Maybe put them on a bus. Um, yeah. Like, <laughs> That would just be awful. And also, I think they're supposed to be having some kind of team building event here coming up too after the Calgary. After game. Calgary, yeah, I think they're, they're yeah, exactly. You know? Yes. So I mean, it's like, yeah, sorry. I mean, it's it's not even really worth you being a part of this team bonding experience. We're Maybe he'll play well. Home from Canada. Yeah. Maybe he'll play well uh, in Calgary, I, uh, and uh, and he'll be able to relax. Uh, well, but. I mean, yeah. dude, he put a pretty good move on it. He put a good shot on yeah, net. I yeah. mean, he could have scored. I mean, most most nights that's probably a goal. But Markstrom was so good tonight, and he was flashing the leather all night, dude. I thought Pesci, I love that move, but Pesci put on him. I wasn't really expecting that. I thought, no. and and uh, and Pesci put on a good move. He but did. um, how about how about the end of the game though? The, the on the game winner, Slavin loses his stick. Yeah. And I thought they were going to get a break because of it, because his stick is in the middle of the ice and the puck goes off of it. And I'm like, Oh, that's, that's good. Yeah. That the, that stick actually stops the puck. It then. just, it just really set up Pedersen. But here's the right. thing. Uh, Pesci had a chance to knock the puck out of the zone and he kind of whiffed on it with his glove. Uh, but I'm not faulting anybody for that. I'm not faulting Morazic, uh, uh, on the goal. I'm not faulting anybody. Uh, they did, I mean, it was a long shift for Aho and Teravainen. Uh, they had been out there since, since Stahl won the faceoff. Um, but it's just one of those things. Great shot. Great play by Pedersen. Unfortunate bad break for, uh, for Carolina. Uh, but the Canes are 19, 11 and two. They're tied for third. Yeah, no, they're tied for third in the Metro division with Pittsburgh. Who's 18, 10 and four. Philadelphia is a point back, but they have a game in hand. So here's, this is, I, I keep talking about the Metropolitan Division uh, and why it, I, I am fascinated by how this is going to work out. The Hurricanes are tied for third in the Metro. By the way, the Rangers won, I think the Rangers won tonight. Uh, yeah. You know, we know Tampa's coming. Toronto didn't win, uh, but we, you have to assume that Toronto is going to be coming as well. Um, the Canes are tied for the fifth best record in the NHL, forty points is tied yeah. for fifth best in the NHL, yeah. and they're like this close to being the fifth best in their own division. <laughs> that's yeah. that's the nature of the Metro this year. Yeah, I mean the Islanders won tonight. They did. They the won Penguins, in Florida. The Penguins won tonight, uh, although they they beat up another Metropolitan team in the Blue Jackets. Um, Blue Jackets look good when the when the Hurricanes play. Man, the Sharks are just a disaster. Yeah, they are a disaster. They fired Peter DeBoer. Uh, Former Hurricane Bob Bugner is the head coach. He was the coach in Florida 
before right. he got got, and uh, they went to Joel Quenville. So, all right, so you have uh, you have a game and, on Saturday. Well, and, hold on one second. What? Yeah, the, oh, well, you're getting there. The game on Saturday because the Flames have won seven games yep. since Bill Peters got fired. Yep, Jeff Ward is the coach there. Uh, they are seven and zero, and the big guys are being great. Monahan, Goudreau have turned it on. So yeah, they're. I just I'm reminded of when we had Forslund on the on the afternoon show recently, and he was like, uh, "The guys are having a good time playing hockey again." And <laughs> I mean, that's got to be it, right? Yes, yes, fun, fun to play. <laughs> Fun to oh, play. Man. I feel like I shouldn't take so much joy out of that, but I do. <laughs> now, nah, man, we lived it. We 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 yeah. we lived the non-fun. What uh, a jackass that y- guy is. Yes, it's too bad. Not really. Uh, all right, Saturday, four o'clock. Canes in Calgary, three thirty. Storm watch, and uh, there will be an aftermath following it. And uh, go get some sleep. Yeah, and then I'm going to a sweater party. Oh, are you really? What? What? Yeah. Do, you because should wear a funny cane sweater. Yet. Oh, no. Of course not. They'll never die out. Like, like well, I mean, okay, fine. I'll wear a freaking sweater. I, mean, I have a Hanukkah sweater you can borrow. Like, I, like I'm just I'm just one of these dudes. It's just like, I mean, what's, I, I don't know. I don't get into the dressing up thing. I'm like, you know, we can, we can just. We can just have a party and we'll all do the same thing we would do if we didn't, weren't wearing a sweater. No, but you have to, it's something to talk about. I guess. Yeah. I mean, not really. Whatever. All right, bro. All right, man. Good ending to this. (laughs) Yes, it's a great ending. Uh, Unfortunately, the Hurricanes didn't didn't get two points, but they got one point, and uh, we'll all sleep easy uh, until Saturday. Thanks, man. You've been listening to the Canes Corner Podcast with Adam Gold. Don't forget there are many ways you can listen to this podcast, including streaming at WRALsportsfan.com, the WRAL Sports Fan app. And you can also subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, and TuneIn. Thanks again for listening to the Canes Corner Podcast.